Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even ten for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaki is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Gwilda Wiaki's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Science of Magic or endorsed in any manner by Gwilda Wiaki, Relmar McConnell Media Company, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees.
Welcome to the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, a program dedicated to uncovering the unified nature of reality and humanity's ever-evolving place as truly galactic beings. For more information on the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, visit us online at www.thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome to the Science of Magic, a place where science and magic come together to transform fact into evolving truth. We're proudly coming to you through the ever-expanding Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, and can also be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour we'll be exploring unification. We are the creators of our own reality. If this is true, why are so many of us ill, unhappy, or living in perceived lack. The problem is not an inability to create so much as creating unconsciously. Throughout our lifetimes, we encounter situations that damage us in some way. The natural response is to try to figure out what caused the incident and judge against it in order to avoid repeating the damage. We make decisions and create our reality around the judgment, usually compartmentalize the incident, and go on with our lives. With the incident carefully locked away, we never access it to reevaluate our judgment. Thus, the judgments we make about life as children stand even when we're adults, with more knowledge to go on. Soon, we're living in very restricted lives, viewing reality through skewed perceptions and creating accordingly. The conscious mind is unaware of what the unconscious is doing based upon outmoded perceptions, judgments, and beliefs. We create our reality out of these beliefs rather than true desire. From ill health to repeated relationship patterns, we are living and creating from our damage rather than our true potential. In effect, we're houses divided against ourselves, unconsciously sabotaging every attempt to manifest the lives we truly want. I once had a shamanic client that wanted to be in a relationship, but every time she tried, she ended up being abandoned. In every other area of her life, she was a competent, self-reliant, self-actuated individual. She naturally drew men to her that admired those traits. But the moment she engaged in relationships, she became jealous, insecure, and clingy. She misinterpreted her partner's words and actions, anticipating unfaithfulness or abandonment. This became her reality, regardless of proof to the contrary. Eventually, the gentleman in question would tire of the behavior and call it off. She'd been to counseling and was aware the problem stemmed from her father having an affair and abandoning the family when she was young. Yet, though she knew the root of her insecurity, she was unable to alter the conduct. Her therapist referred her to me. During our shamanic session, we were able to bypass the conscious mind. We found that, as a young child, she decided her father had left because she wasn't good enough and didn't try hard enough. During the tumultuous separation, she changed her behavior to what she thought her father wanted, but ultimately he left with the other woman, never to be seen again. My client compartmentalized the belief that she was inadequate no matter how hard she tried and had to be other than what she was in order to not be abandoned. The moment a man became important in her life, this compartment was triggered. As a result, she perceived and behaved from her childhood wounding rather than as an adult. Through the shamanic healing modality known as soul retrieval, we were able to decompartmentalize her experience. 
Then, working again with her psychiatrist, she was able to reevaluate her beliefs. By bringing the judgment to consciousness, she was able to consciously change her perceptions. The key is to bridging the conscious and unconscious mind. Until we do, we may be fully aware of the origins of our dysfunction, but helpless to change them. This results in reactivating our original damage over and over, rather than manifesting the life we want to live. Our guest this hour, Tim Bartley, BCH, is the author of Holy Moly, It's Hypnosis. As a board-certified hypnotist in full-time practice since 2005, he's conducted thousands of one-on-one hypnotherapy sessions. When in practice in the Women's Health Center at Hetrick Hospital in Michigan, he worked in conjunction with staff, physicians, and residents. Tim has conducted group therapy seminars and educational seminars and uses the latest hypnotherapy methods and developing new techniques and courses. After this commercial break, I'll introduce Tim, and together we'll explore the magical healing power of unification. So don't go away. You're listening to The Science of Magic. Prior innovative episodes can be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. This is Johanna Carroll, host of Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. While walking along Kanapali Beach in Maui this past year, I kept discovering all these shells and coral in the shape of hearts. My Dialogue with Divinity was very simple. Do you want me to do a retreat to heal people's hearts in Maui next year? And of course, the answer was yes. As a master spiritual teacher, I am offering you a neat retreat called Rise, May 8th through the 12th, 2017, and the chance of a lifetime to rest at a five-star resort for five days and experience a spiritual renewal of your heart and soul. Kanapali is one of the top five beaches in the world. This stunning resort has undergone a $40 million renovation. I walked the entire property, checked out the room choices on your behalf, and I must say, it is stunning. Our conference room faces the ocean with sliding glass doors. Maui is known as Mother Maui because it is a soft, gentle, healing energy. In the embrace of Mother Maui, you will feel yourself rising from the limitations of an ordinary life to an extraordinary journey of peace, bliss, and harmony a greater sense of clarity. Our RISE retreat ignites renewal in the sacred elements of air, water, earth, fire, and wind. There's plenty of free time to enjoy all that Maui has to offer. A small deposit is required now to reserve your space as this retreat, it will sell out. For more details, please go to johannacarroll.com and register today. Aloha, and I'll see you in mystical Maui.
How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Tim Bartley, the author of Holy Moly, It's Hypnosis. He's a board-certified hypnotherapist and developer of subconscious mind gateway programs. Tim has developed some very important breakthrough techniques. His subconscious mind gateway program completely removes the conscious mind while leaving his client's subconscious mind directly communicating with him. He's also developed a new regression technique enabling him to find the root of a problem very quickly and to easily remove it. He offers long-distance sessions via telephone or Skype, and trainings on his techniques are available on his website, lacenter.cc. Tim, thank you so much for joining us on The Science of Magic. Hi, Gwilda. Hey, thank you so much for having me. You're a trained hypnotist. Are you also trained in psychotherapy or counseling? Um, no, I've had some psychology classes in college, but um, I'm certified in several different hypnosis techniques. I'm also certified in an eye movement technique that's called accelerated resolution therapy, which is kind of like EMDR. And that's really, really good to solve uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and anxiety disorders. Oh, okay. So um, do you use counseling? You say you do some counseling. Is that is that part of the uh, hypnotherapy training, is how to counsel people while you're doing it? Well, yes and no. Um, you know, I am trained in how to handle my clients uh, outside of doing the session work. Um, primarily, what I want to know about my clients basically is, you know, what the symptoms on are, you know, when it's the worst for them. And um, just with that knowledge, I'm able, able to jump in and, you know, build into it, find the root cause, and clear it away. Um, I have had, you know, several clients actually pay me for just counseling sessions, um, but I primarily don't do that part of it. So why don't you describe for us what, what is hypnosis and how does it work? Well, hypnosis is really focused concentration, a lot of people, when they hear the word hypnosis, they think of like a stage hypnotist. And unfortunately, that's kind of keeping the whole profession at bay, so to speak. Um, 
really what it is, uh, you have to really understand how your mind works to understand what hypnosis is. And really what it is, it's associated with a brainwave state. So as you're awake during the day, your brainwaves, they speed up and they slow down naturally. And the brainwave states um, are beta, alpha, theta, and delta. So beta is where you are right now if you're you know, fully cognizant of what's happening around you. And then if your brainwaves slow down just a little, little bit, you go into alpha. Or if you simply close your eyes very quickly, you go into alpha. And that's like, um, that's like a daydream state. And then below that, when the brainwaves slow down just a little more, you go into theta. And theta is a meditative hypnotic state. And then below that is delta, and you've fallen asleep. So in order to get down to that, the lower alpha, upper theta range where hypnosis is, it's really just about focusing. So you could actually even just stare at a dot on a wall for five minutes, and your brainwaves will, will, will lessen. They'll, they'll slow down. And a lot of people, um, I think, can relate to this. I think we've all like driven our car, we've reached our destination, and you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> or, some, you know, or someone's rambling on and on and on. Or think about being in school, and a teacher's just rambling on and on and on. And then you, you kind of come back, and you're like, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> and that's what hypnosis is. And why you went there is because you were focusing. So that's how you go into hypnosis. And it's a natural brainwave state. You know, that sounds very much like what we do in shamanism because I interface with doctors all the time. Uh, they love taking my brainwaves to figure out exactly what I was doing when I went into trance because my mm -hmm. medical intuitive things and everything else was testing with very high accuracy. So it kind of got their attention. And um, with the shamanic journey trance, you literally can at will enter into, you go first from beta to alpha, then slide alpha down to 7.5 hertz before you go into theta. And mm -hmm. it's, it's measurable, it's reproducible, and so it sounds like these are very similar. Yeah, yeah, that sounds identical, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one's yep. 60,000 years old, and the other one's probably a little better wired for people of a day. You don't have to kill any chickens or anything, do you? Uh, no, you do. Actually, two dozen chickens every time. Oh, man, I was hoping to get away from that. <laughs> uh, so, Tim, with the understanding there are four levels to illness, health, and health, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, how do we get sick? Where does it start? Well, what I've seen in the way I was trained uh, was correct. Primarily, people develop problems, emotional problems, like you know, anxiety, fears, panic, you know, things like that, depression. Then habitual problems like overeating, alcoholism, substance abuse. And then physical problems, uh, a lot of syndromes like fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, irritable bowels, and, and many others, of course. And when people come to me, whether they say I'm having panic attacks or fibromyalgia, it's pretty much the same thing. And what that is, is generally between the ages of zero, the womb, and seven years old, is where the problem begins. So what it is, there's a child that hits an event, attached to that event is a negative emotion. Technically, in hypnosis, that's called the initial sensitizing event. And that's, well, that's what I'm trying to find. 
Now, so we hit this event, and as you proceed through life, you hit subsequent events, other events that emotionally feel like that first event. And all of your emotions are stored in your subconscious mind. So every time you hit one of these subsequent events, that emotion builds, gets a little bigger, it magnifies. It's kind of like a pressure cooker. And, and when it gets big enough, that's when the person gets symptoms. So the symptoms could manifest, like, like I said, it could manifest in depression or panic attacks or fibromyalgia, or literally I'm going to drink my sorrows away, you know, alcoholism. Um, it can manifest in different ways, but really it pretty much begins the same way. There's one event, and through hypnotherapy, uh, and, and technically that's called age regression, you build up the feeling, which is called the affect bridge, and you have the subconscious mind follow it back to where it began. And I've been trained a lot of different ways in how to do that, and it's very cumbersome and time-consuming, and you really never know if you really found the first event. Because if you find like the second event or the tenth event and you clear that away, the problem is not resolved. So through the years, I've come up with a way to find that initial sensitizing event every single time. And we, we clean it up, we clear it away, and then we test to make sure that we got it. And the subconscious really doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. So it's exactly like getting in a time machine, going back to that event and reliving it, and helping your client with what they really needed help with. And once you do that, the problem dissipates. And there are other factors, you know, to the therapy as well. Like, you know, if, if the child was, like, abused or, or, you know, mistreated or things like that, then there's some other work to do there. But um, primarily the number one you know, the number one tool in my tool belt is this age regression process. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it sounds a lot like shamanic healing. One thing I have noticed, I've worked shamanically for over 40 years. Um, mm -hmm. One thing I have noticed in my private practice is that the um, soul, I say soul loss begat soul loss. In other words, once you have that original triggering event, then you recreate it and get redamaged and redamaged and redamaged. Once you find that original one and release it, does the rest just fall away like a string of pearls, or do you have to do a little work around that to um, clear up the damage caused by the damage, so to speak? No, it all falls away pretty much. Uh, I'll give you a couple examples. Me personally, uh, for most for most of my, my life up until about 10 years ago, if I had to go to the doctor to get my blood drawn, I'd either pass out or I'd almost pass out. And one time I had a full-blown seizure. Oof. So in a session, I went to a memory that consciously I did not remember. Your conscious mind is short-term memory. Your subconscious, or some people call it unconscious, remembers everything. So um, basically, I was four years old. I was in the back seat of my mom's station wagon. I was car sick. And this was in Detroit, Michigan. I went into the Fisher Building, which is a skyscraper, went into the elevator. It went up rather quickly. And now I'm car sick and now I'm dizzy. I felt <laughs> horrible, right? And then my mom gave me like a, a piece of chocolate or something. She thought my blood sugar was off and that made me feel even worse. I didn't know why I was there. Turns out it was a doctor's office. I went through the door and I got a shot. So the feelings, the anxiety, and the physical response of adult Tim 
was really the triggered feelings of that four-year-old. So once, so you don't in the session you don't work with adult Tim. You work with the four-year-old, and you clean up all all the negative feelings, perceptions, beliefs, all that stuff. And then from that point forward, I've never ever had that problem again. Uh, another example is I worked with a woman. Her name's Jaya. I've got actually her testimonial on my website. And she had fibromyalgia, which is pain points in the body, and it's usually coupled with chronic fatigue. And she had that for 30 years, and she had to retire early because she just couldn't, she couldn't go to work anymore. And we cleared it away in one session. And her initial sensitizing event is that she drowned when she was seven years old. Uh, of course, they resuscitated her, but the emotional impact of that event is what finally caused her fibromyalgia. And she didn't have fibro when she was 10 or 20 or 30. It started when she was around 33, 35 years old. So it, t- it took those many years to finally build to the point where she had those symptoms. That's amazing, isn't it? And it's like, it sounds to me like what you're doing is decompartmentalizing the experience. And, and once you decompartmentalize it, the trigger is no longer there. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. You don't have to go to the subsequent events. Although if there is a big subsequent event, I will go there. Like I had right. a woman, she came to me, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Uh, she says, Tim, I'm clinically depressed because my daughter committed suicide. Well, that was not the initial sensitizing event. Her initial event was she was three years old in the crib crying out and nobody ever showed up. Mm. So, of course, I cleared that away. But then, yeah, we're going to work on that other event because it was pretty big. You know, I'm not mm. not, not just going to leave that there, you know. Right, right. So it's like the you're saying the losing her daughter was compounded by the fact that she had suffered abandonment feelings as a as an infant. Exactly. Like if yeah. we would have just worked with that event, she would have felt better. There's there's no doubt about it. But she wouldn't have been all better. Got you it. Really, you really, really have to find where it started. And we're going to have to we're going to have to pick up with this on the other side of a break. Okay. Tim, Tim and I will return to our discussion after this short break. We're coming to you through the land of leading-edge paranormal broadcasting, the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Don't miss the other fine shows and hosts on xzbn.net. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Tim and I will be back, so don't you go away. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. 
From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying... This is the Science of Magic, a place where magic and science come together to promote enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Tim Bartley, author of Holy Moly is Hypnosis. He's a board-certified hypnotist and a developer of subconscious mind gateway programs. Tim, you know, there was a lady some time ago, who's a long time ago, I'm giving away my age now, um, <laughs> by, the na- by the name of Louise Hay. And uh-huh. she made an association with illness and, and the emotional component. Do you find that some of that holds true in your work? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I actually I, I purchased her book, the, the one that sold like a billion copies. Mm-hmm. And um, and she had affirmation. She would she would in the book say, hey, you know, like let's say, oh, my stomach hurts, and she would then say, okay, it it hurts because of this, and here's your affirmation. And you can do that if you do a lot of affirmations. It will eventually get down to the subconscious mind, um, or you could do one hypnosis session and, and do it like very quickly, you know, the same thing. Um, that's, that's kind of my take on that. Yeah, you know, I found the same thing. Is like you can repeat the repeat the affirmations, but if if, if you haven't treated the cause, what you're looking yeah. at is denial rather than process. But on the other right. side of treating the cause, it can really to use the affirmations can accelerate process. And I found that it was helpful for me sometimes to it just kind of gave me a ballpark. If I've got these particular presenting symptoms, it kind of helped me recognize where I was going when I got there. As far as the cause causation, um, sure. did you work with it that way at all, or do you start to find how they do look similar, similar issues? Well, I, you know, my approach always is to find out why the problem's there. I kind of see the brain as like a computer with programs, and you have to find the offending program and uninstall it first. And then after you do that, historically, hypnosis was all what they called direct suggestion. So I'll do direct suggestion after finding the root cause. But mm-hmm. direct, direct suggestion simply is like if somebody comes in and says, I'm depressed, then you put them in this altered state, and then you just tell them how good they feel, you know, and you do that a bunch of times. Um, by and large, that, that doesn't really fix the problem. But um, with my subconscious mind gateway program, um, when there is no conscious mind and then you do direct suggestion, I call it direct suggestion on steroids. Because what you say actually is fact to the person. Because the part of the mind, the critical factor in the conscious mind, isn't there. So if somebody comes in and says, I'm depressed, I'll get a list of you know when they're depressed. Like in the mornings, when I'm thinking about this, on the weekends, blah, 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 blah. And I'll simply flip the meaning from negative to positive. And for, I'll talk for five or eight minutes. And when they, quote-unquote, wake up, that's really the way they are now. Got it. So would, would you tell us a little bit about your spiritual sessions and how you define spiritual aspect of a person? Sure. Um, yeah, this gateway program, in, if you're a hypnotist, any working hypnotist would agree with what I'm about to say, is when you're in a session, the thinking conscious mind is still there, and it gets in the way sometimes. And... What I developed, and it took me over three years to do this, is to get rid of the conscious mind. It's sent into the sleep state, and then I talk directly with their subconscious mind. And I feel that the conscious mind is the wall between the physical world and the non-physical world. And once you lower the wall, the sky's the limit. So when they're there and I have them talking to me, I'll simply say, can I please speak with your spirit guide? Boom. Instantly their voice changes and their spirit guide is there. And I find out what their name is, how many guides they have. And um, I actually work with uh, my partner. Her name's Justina. She's conditioned to enter the state very quickly, like two minutes or less. And then we pull forward her guide and her guide connects with our client's guides. And 
we can answer any questions. Past life, you know, they, if they want to know about their past lives, their current life, um, healing, even miracle healing, the guides can do. And also you can conduct past life regressions. You can do that in regular hypnosis. However, the thinking conscious mind will fill in some of the information. So you're not quite sure if it's all valid. But with this way, it is all valid. And then you can also progress into the future, which is pretty interesting stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds to me like the concept you're talking about is known in shamanism as becoming the hollow bone. And that's where a very uh, skilled practitioner is able to set their conscious mind totally out of the way and bring through the information found at the quantum level of their client. Sounds pretty similar, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? It does. And also um, Edgar Cayce, a very famous psychic, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they called him, I think they called him the the sleeping psychic. The sleeping prophet, yes. Yes, the prophet, Mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah, and he would basically fall asleep, and his wife would ask the questions. And when they were done, he didn't remember anything. And when I put, when I place my clients in the state or my partner Justina in the state, they don't remember anything, although they've been talking to me for like an hour, you know. What do you think belief systems and emotions have to do with illness? Well, it's kind of a five-step process. Uh, the fifth step is actually the problem, but problems start, uh, step number one, with a perception or a misperception, usually as you're a child. Then that builds number two, which is your belief system, what you believe to be true about yourself or your parents or the world. Then those two build the third thing, which is your thought processes, what, how you think. And then step one, two, and three build the biggie, the, 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 the huge piece, which are your emotions. And your emotions dictate your, your behavior, your problem. So when I work with clients, this new way that I do age regression, I find out what the causative emotion is, their belief system, their perceptions. I get all of that information. And um, most of the time, when we're done, the client is, is just blown away, and, and they're like, wow, you know, because it's, it's very exacting, and you can change all of it very quickly. So how do our belief systems di- dictate our reality? And I mean, we hear over and over again we're creating our reality, and I believe that. So how do our belief systems play in there? Well, the way you, what you believe, um, it does govern your thoughts and your feelings. Uh, for instance, I had, I had this one uh, client who really disliked her mother. She really, really did not like her mother. And we did a session where that came forward. And what it was is her mom came into her, her room when she was like, I don't know, five years old, and said, you know what, you can, you can play dress up. You can try on any of my clothes, even the shoes, have at it, have fun. So she was doing that, and after a couple of hours, mom came in and said, okay, get dressed, we have to go. Mom took her to the hospital where she had to have eye surgery. So her subconscious told me that mom lied to me. She's a liar. Uh, She said it was going to be a a wonderful special day, and instead uh, they took me to the hospital and stabbed me. So that was her belief system about her mother. And in hypnosis, all I had to do is talk to her. I said, well, 
maybe mom was just trying to make a bad day better. Could that be? And she's like, oh, <laughs> which changed her belief system about her mom, which changed her emotions, which solved her problem. So, yeah, belief systems, I mean, think of it. If, if you believe, oh, you know, I'm never going to amount to anything and life stinks and it's just every day is drudgery, if that's what you believe, well, that feels a certain way, and then obviously it's going to manifest a certain way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Would you talk to us about the anatomy of a triggered response? What does it look like? Well, the triggered response is simply... It's kind of this memory that is, is, is a big deal in the subconscious mind. And when you find your, and, and this can play out in different ways. You could find yourself in a certain situation and, and then boom, it's triggered. Um, it, it can be triggered a lot of different ways. It could even be triggered by a smell. If that initial event and, and mom was baking cookies or some or or something when you you know 20 years later when you smell cookies all of a sudden boom this trigger comes in uh just like me with the needles you know i mean i'm an adult man i I mean i can watch surgery shows on tv yet i'm you know and i can watch and put the needle in my arm no problem but boom doesn't matter so the triggered response everybody's trying to figure it out the conscious mind's trying to figure out the problem and it really can't because it's really stored in the subconscious mind. So that's really how the triggering process works from what I've seen. So that pretty much um, describes neuroses, doesn't it? It does. Because yeah. we don't, just because we don't know where it comes from doesn't mean it doesn't have an origin, right? Exactly. Yeah, everything has an origin. And sometimes, as, as strange as this sounds, the origin is connected in a past life. It's not even in this life. I so, found that as well. How can you tell where you are if you're doing past life regression? How do you tell when you go past this life and are dealing in another one? Well, by and large, it really doesn't matter. But um, I, I do what's called an, a, a non-directed regression. So I'm not directing them anywhere. They're going to where they need to go. So whether that was when they were seven years old in this lifetime or in a past life, the only way I really know is, is what they're describing to me. You know, so... I mean, obviously, if, if they're at a temple, you know, in, in a desert, it's probably not this life, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's a dead giveaway, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or, or tied up at the stake somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and so you find that the, the past, when you do this work in the past life, that it uh, ricochets back and makes a correction almost instantaneously in the current life? Yeah, it does. Um, for past life, like if it's in this life, there's some work that we have to do um, to clear it away. It doesn't take long, but there's some things we have to do. If it's a past life, they just need to know what happened. That's like, like I used to be terrified of public speaking. I was the worst. And now I can, I can talk in front of lots of people, no problem. But I was directed to t- three past lives. Um, one, I was standing on a hill in the early 1700s. I represented the government, and I had to tell the townspeople some, some stuff they didn't want to hear. And back then, they might kill you. Another one, I was actually a woman, because we do actually change genders, and I was brought up in front of like 50, 60 people and accused of stealing something. And then the third one, I was, in a, ca- I was a caveman, and I was living in a cave, and I was dying. I was like 80 pounds. 
I heard noises at the front of the cave. I dragged my body to the front of the cave. It was like the tribes people making all these weird noises. I was really, really confused. And then it hit me. This was a ritual to pay farewell to those that are about to die. And I'm like, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. <laughs> but once I knew, once we're, I saw we're those. Gonna to, we're going to have to take a break again, leave oh, a bit okay. of a cliffhanger. Um, All right. But we'll pick up on the <laughs> other side. Tim and I will be back shortly. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net, the place where altruistic professionals of science and the esoteric create common ground for the betterment of our world. We're brought to you by the leader in paranormal, spirituality, and alternative health programming, the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. Don't leave us. We will be back. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers in healing 
to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Tim Bartley, the author of Holy Moly, It's Hypnosis, a board-certified hypnotist and developer of subconscious mind gateway programs. Tim, why did you ever think of that name for your book? Well, actually, I want to have a series of books. So like Holy Moly, It's Hypnosis. And I was going to ask you, maybe you can write the next one, Holy Holy moly, it's shamanism. Holy moly, it's ghosts. You know, that kind of thing. So that's, that's how I came up. I know it's kind of silly, but hey. <laughs> I like it. It's catchy. It's catchy. And uh, as we're getting into the last segment here, would you mind telling people where they can find your books and your services? Well, sure. My book can be found at my website, uh, lacenter.cc, or you can go to Kindle, Amazon. You know, it's out there in the world. And... Um, Basically, the training can be found there. Uh, also, I have a separate website. The link is on that, that uh, main website, but the other website is called lightworkers.cc, and that's doing um, the spirit guide channeling sessions with our clients. And I would highly recommend everybody to try that at least once. It's, it's amazing. I mean, it, it goes way beyond like a psychic reading or tarot card reading, because we're actually directly talking to spirits. And it's really amazing, uh, to say the least. It sounds it. It sounds it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So, you know, what, how can you help people? It seems like we live our life out of a triggered response. We don't, we're so triggered, we don't even know we're triggered. <laughs> how, yeah. how can we start to become more conscious of when we're triggered and responsibly manage it until we can find some help with it? Well, if you're, you know, having any difficulties or challenges, the first step is to pay very close attention to when it hits. And most people don't do that. Like if you're depressed or you're having panic attacks, you, you basically say, oh, yeah, I'm just feeling down. But, but really pay attention to when it's the worst. Is it in the morning, at night, uh, when you're thinking about a certain thing, when you're smelling something, or if it's a cloudy day? I mean, really, that's the first step. Secondly, and I've learned this from the spirit guides, this is very important. What you think and what you speak and what you write is what you're going to manifest. So you do not want to write or speak something that you don't want. You don't want to say, I don't want to be depressed anymore, because you just said depressed. So you want to speak or think, I'm happy now. I mean, it even went, before we do these spiritual sessions, we do a prayer and some protection. And I did this prayer saying, please keep all evil away, keep all negative energy away. Then the guide said, you know, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> the, second you, the second you said evil and negative energy, you brought it in. Only speak what you want. So that, those are the two, the two biggest steps there. And then um, I, I do have to tell you from my training and my experience of literally thousands of sessions, you've got to realize that we all kind of have a split personality. It's like you and your twin brother or sister. Your conscious and subconscious they do relate, they do interrelate, but not well. And that's how we develop problems. When you don't have problems, both of those parts of your mind are on the same page. So, you, you know, you, in my opinion, you really need to work with someone like yourself or someone like me, someone that can actually get into that subconscious mind and change it there. Because by and large, your conscious mind does not know. It thinks it knows, but it's usually wrong. So once we do this kind of work and start opening up those compartments, then we're no longer divided against ourselves and we can be authentic as well as in the moment. Is that what you're finding with the work? Yeah, I am. You know, and, and you have to, uh, you know, another big piece to this, and I'll just say this because maybe it'll just help people. You know, everybody goes through life and we hurt people and we get hurt by other people. And you have to realize that, People are just simply a product of their own programming. And what you went through, especially when you were a child, is what programs you. So like if you took a child and you put them in a concentration camp or you put that same child in a loving, nurturing home, their programming when they get to be an, an adult are, go are going to be a lot different. And if you run into someone that lived in that concentration camp and they come in and they walk all over you and make you feel horrible, well, what we do usually is we point the finger of guilt and blame at ourselves. Oh, well, and then you say, oh, I'm, I'm no good, or look at what you did to me, or eh, all that negative stuff, where you really have to stop and say, wait a minute, this really didn't have anything to do with me. I mean, if I wasn't here, you'd just be doing this to somebody else. And that's kind of a big part of it, too, because I think we're all affected by that. Yeah, it's a big key, isn't it, is not taking life personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Really, you know, you don't know these these people's past. You know, I mean, for me, that's it's a hard lesson I had to learn, and I'm still learning it. But um, 
you know, I tend to like really accept everybody and, and, and I'm like open hearted to everybody. And then boom, you get stepped on. It's like, wow, that really hurt, you know, but you have to realize that it really isn't you. It's just this person's acting out on their own programming. You know, the other thing I found, Tim, is when it really, really hurts, there's usually a compartment that's been triggered by the person's actions rather than them having that kind of power over me in the moment. Have you found that as well? Yep. Yep. That does take place. <laughs> it just comes home to roost, you know? It just comes yeah. home to roost. <laughs> is, what, what's timeline, th- timeline therapy? Timeline therapy is a different way to do age regression therapy. And uh, it was actually created in something called NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. Mm -hmm. And I've studied that as well, but I've created that way of doing things in a hypnotic way. So instead of finding the root cause, what you do is you go before you ever felt that way. And then you basically change the perceptions, belief systems, and then you then you move back. The timeline is like your life. So you've got the now point, you've got your future, and then you've got your past. And people that store their past to the side of them or in front of them, they can't get they can't get beyond the the crap that happened in the past because it's always right in front of them or to the side. So you have to realign their timeline. And then if they're depressed or panic or whatever it is, you simply traverse back along that timeline to before they felt it. Then you do some work there and then you traverse back toward now and they stop in at different events that were triggered events or, or events that built the feeling and you change it as you go. Wow. Uh, so do these techniques work long distance, all the ones we've been talking about? And if so, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if somebody is in my office two feet away from me or I just worked with a woman in Saudi Arabia. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, distance is of absolutely no concern at all. It's exactly the same. Whether it's a hypnotherapy session or a, uh, like a, a spiritual session, like with my partner, Justina. And we work with people all over the place. It, it, uh, it's exactly the same. Whatever possessed you to start talking to spirit guides? Well, I'll be honest with you. I, w- I really came from the clinician uh, point of view. I didn't, uh, I actually didn't even believe in um, spiritual attachments until I had to face it. We're in a session, this woman's voice dropped like two octaves, and I said, why are you doing this to her? Because it's fun. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you know? No. So I, yeah. I learned that there's a big spiritual component, and um, it's just fascinating. And one thing I've learned from the spirit guides is besides like the clinical things that we've already talked about, when I'm talking to a spirit guide with somebody's problem, I always ask these questions. Number one, are they paying back karma? Number two, do they have a spiritual attachment? Because dead people that don't cross over attach to us, or there are actually quote-unquote demons out there, believe it or not. Um, Another thing is, did you pick this in your life chart? Because actually people pick terminal cancer. People pick all kinds of horrible things before they come here because they want to experience it for some kind of lesson for themselves or lessons for people around them. So there's different components to these problems. And, um, and it comes up very frequently. You know, one of these things I just mentioned, um, they're, they're there. So, uh, and, and with spirit guides, 
spirit guides don't tell you everything. Believe me, you have to really dig for the information, but they will tell you, and they can clear away karma. They can change um, your life chart most of the time, not always. If there's a spiritual attachment, every time they get rid of that, or if it's connected to a past life, I'll just ask them to either disconnect it, and then they might say, no, that they have to know what happened. And, and then also, it might be more than one past life, so we might have to dive into several. And then, then they disconnect it. And once it's disconnected, it's instant healing, which is pretty cool. Thus, the word spirit guide. They're the ones that guide you to where you need to go to do the work. Is that correct? Yeah. Every, every living person has assigned to them a, a spirit, spirit guides, either one, either one up to usually seven or eight. And each one of them has a different thing that they're helping that person with. But everybody has one team leader that will be with you your entire life. And the name of mine is Roman. So Roman will be with me my entire life. The other ones kind of come and go uh, as time progresses. And um, they are assigned to you to help you, to guide you. Also, a lot of times before dying, they will take your soul out of the body. So you Beautiful. don't have Tim, to ex- we're going to mm-hmm. have to call it good. Time flies and we're out of it. Thank you so okay. much for being on the Science of Magic. Well, thank you so much, Gwild. I really, really, really had a good time. Great. Our guest this hour has been Tim Bartley, the author of Holy Moly, It's Hypnosis. His uh, website is lacenter.cc. This has been the Science of Magic. Remember, you can always listen to past thought-provoking episodes on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. Until next time, dear ones, may you be blessed with knowledge and comforted with love as you embrace unification.